about what the hell CrossFit is all about. Um, this is for those who are, you know, curious about CrossFit, but also for the people who uh, have been doing CrossFit for a while. Um, it is for people who have, have done their CrossFit, uh, you know, level one, level two. Welcome to the Escapist Corner. This is a podcast where we talk about lifestyle, sport, and entrepreneurship. We hope this can give you some inspiration to your daily life and also make you some good ideas um, based on where you are in your life. We're going to talk to uh, successful businessmen, coaches, sportsmen, athletes, doctors, what have you. Uh, please feel free to uh, look at our homepage, escapistcorner.com. There you find the, the links to Instagram and Facebook. Happy listening! All right, uh, welcome to the Escapist Corner podcast. Um, sorry for the long radio silence. Uh, it's been, uh, yeah, a lot of things happening as usual when you have a box and we have been recording podcasts and trying to, attempting to, but it's been a mess just trying to get all the schedules to work. Um, so we just might try to do uh, a mix of formats um, you might like to listen to and um, this episode is going to be a bit more uh, in that direction of a new kind of episode so it's uh, an episode where um, I'm going to talk about what the hell CrossFit is all about um, this is for those who are you know, curious about CrossFit, but also for the people who uh, have been doing CrossFit for a while. Um, it is for people who have, have done their CrossFit, uh, you know, level one, level two, um, maybe box owners too. Um, and um, I'm going to try to give you some kind of structure here before so you know what you're going to listen to. But um, the purpose is uh, basically to um give you more understanding about crossfit at least from my point of view and um it seems like it's um something that um helps people uh we did a similar uh seminar here in our box about this last um week or yesterday and um um here's the here's the audio version of that uh, if you like uh, I will start with going through my the background of uh, Rbox. We will go through the background of CrossFit, the definition of CrossFit, um, and um, go through what are functional movements, what is intensity, and all that interesting stuff. Um, if you like this episode, then feel free to you know uh, reach out to us write a comment share this to someone who might be interested in doing crossfit um this might you know uh, open up their eyes for something new that they don't think um fitness could be so um again uh what is chris of crossfit um crossfit uh is in this scene of fitness where uh we are overwhelmed with different kind of uh, fitness 
um, programs, uh, marketing attempts, and uh, we are in constant um, uh, in this constant sea of um, uh, influencers trying to tell us what to do and what's the next um, you know magic pill for you know having a dream body and uh, whatever it might be and um looking specifically into crossfit uh, crossfit kind of introduced this um uh, uh notion of intensity and um and uh, that has been very successful and that's why we see a new birth of all these uh other uh you know uh copycats uh, if you like i don't really see them as copycats but we we see like uh boot camps uh, various boot camp for example f45 in the states uh fit fit body boot camp um john john and jane's boot camp here in berlin um zumba body pump whatever you want to like to call it all the kind of fitness studios have their own version of an intense uh hour of workout where you burn 500,000 calories and you will sweat and you will uh be close to dying and blah 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 um so yeah it's been commoditized uh with the intensity of uh, crossfit uh, let me just start with uh, how we began. Uh, me, myself, I began with training CrossFit in a CrossFit gym, and uh, it was very uh, helpful for me. It pushed me through a very stressful time uh, uh, at work. I also just became a father that year, and it really helped me keep my head in place. Also, just continuously start, uh, keeping filled uh, you know stronger in your body in a different way than before uh, definitely helped uh, keeping the mind clear keeping you know uh, the body um, yeah body just going in the right direction instead of the wrong direction when it comes to fitness and um, in that box um, I got to know um, the co-founder here, uh, Gerardo, and uh, we opened up this uh, box in Berlin, and uh, we've been operating almost three years now. And we, when we started, the the idea was simply to uh, create a great place to for people to be successful and uh, have have a lot of fun training. Um, we knew the that just by simply doing CrossFit, people will feel better, look better, and uh, all that stuff. However, the deeper we got into it, the the deeper we uh, started to realize that we're actually onto maybe something bigger, and we're actually creating more change than we, we thought we were do, able to do. And also our pursuit to, to create more out of this, um, escalated so for every month i would say our capacity of understanding what we're doing and developing more um you know creating more of a, a place for people to grow um, and deliver excellence and service has um, you know developed a lot and um, 
I think the people that are training here are also experiencing that. Um, hopefully, I'm pretty sure. Um, so how did uh, CrossFit start? Um, if we look back at the the CrossFit CrossFit by uh, Greg Glassman. So he uh, this is just going to be brief, but he he basically it started with a one-on-one training as a PT personal trainer and uh, he developed this uh, kind of way of training and uh, uh he was so popular that at one point he had more clients that he could serve and he basically asked two of the guys you know he was training asked them would you like to train together um and you can save a couple of bucks and um uh, see how that goes and he determined that these guys actually got more benefit out of training together than uh, training by themselves. However, this is um, these were two athletes on the same level, uh, or comparably same level, and uh, of knowledge and everything. So they really, really gained uh, a lot of uh, uh, out of training with each other, and um, we. Um, yeah, so we developed it that way, and then it grew and grew, and he started to do more bigger and bigger groups, and uh, more and more interest. He started to train uh, law enforcement people, military. Uh, they created the CrossFit Games, um, and so on. Um, however, the the big, the biggest thing that Glassman did was that he was. He was writing all the time, so he was trying to define what he was tr- doing and what he was trying to attempt. And uh, coming from um, yeah, family of science, and also being a, a, a tutor in mathematics, he also knew that in science you have to prove stuff. Uh, you have to prove your thesis with numbers; otherwise, it's just arguments and thesis. So he tried to define what CrossFit is, and that um, he did wanted to do by numbers. Um, so he defined CrossFit with uh, power or intensity, and he created a form formula for that, uh, which which is force times distance through time. Meaning, if you are moving an object over a distance in a certain time, that equals with power or intensity. The slower you go, the less the intensity, or the lower the weight, the, in- the lower the intensity. And the goal is simply to, you know, have as high intensity as possible that you can uh, have. So the definition is uh, constantly varied functional fitness executed at relative high intensity. So this relative high intensity is um, is very important because it's relative to who you are at day, that day at that time. It's not uh, compared to anyone else. It's not compared to really um even you 10 years ago because things change but it is how your relative 
um, fitness level or power output intensity level of that day. And to that, I would like to put over time. So the intensity put in today should be uh, enough to, uh, for, uh, to force you, uh, some kind of adaptation, but it should be also um, not too much. So you can keep on doing that for 10 to 20 years from now, uh, or even longer. So uh, even though it, your intensity might drop when you start to get uh, in your 80s or 90s, the goal is not to be, you know, uh, doing the heaviest weight a human being can ever do today. Uh, if the cost of that would be that you can't lift anything tomorrow or in 10 years. Um, and then we have the other uh, definition here is um, CrossFit is, um, you know, a work capacity over a broad, uh, broad time and uh, broad modalities, meaning you should be able to do this and short workouts, long workouts over a long time, short time, heavy loads, low loads, um, and over time again today, um, but also in 10 years. Um, but uh, let's go back to the, the, um, the, the science behind this and, uh, and how you can calculate your intensity. Um, so uh, if you think about um, trying to calculate your in intensity in, let's say, a deadlift. So you can take the force, meaning in the, uh, this, uh, in this particular case, it would be, we say 100 kilos. And then you have to pick that up off the ground, let's say 10 times. And that distance uh, would be, um, let's say, 50 centimeters. So it's 50 centimeters times 10 times 100 kilos. And then we look how long time that took you. And we say it took you one minute, so 60 seconds that we divide it through. And your, your intensity and power output is that number. Um, and that now you can start to compare that kind of output with other kind of outputs, uh, running or whatever it might be. Um, I like to look at, for example, um, you can you can divide or compare like a plank, do one minute of plank and one minute of push-ups, and what is more intense? Basically, you're doing a plank when you're doing the push-up, so you're creating more intensity more power because you're moving that weight also over a certain distance over a certain time so your intensity goes far up when you're doing a push-up in comparison with a plank um and in crossfit we also like to look at um what are the most beneficial movements uh again um we look at functional movements, uh, as it says in the de definition. And um, again, we experienced the, the entire fitness scene is uh, has kind of destroyed um, destroyed the view of what functional movements 
might even be. So if you go to a store today, everything says functional fitness on it. So what is uh, functional fitness or what's a functional movement? And we can define that by they are moving large loads and they genera generate high power or high intensity. Um, uh, for example, push up compared to a plank hold. And um, the movements are natural and are not invented in the gym, meaning a squat. You need to be able to squat to sit down or go to the toilet or get out of bed. Um, it's not invented in the gym. Sure, we can pack a barbell or some kind of weights, but um, you could also you know, change that with the kid. You have a kid in your in your lap and you have to stand up or on your shoulders. Um, or a coconut if you're in the in that mood. Um, and the movements are essential. So if you're not able to do these movements, you will um, end up, you know, in a incapacitated mode where you can't do anything. Um, where you need outside help to to function as a human being so we want to be able to pick stuff up we want to be able to squat we will want to be able to put stuff you know up to our shoulders and maybe overhead we want to be able to throw them and we will we want to be able to run swim and all these uh, things <clears throat> and um what um CrossFit also looks at is um, the, uh, looking at the, the importance of a movement uh, and and uh, uh, mapping that to something called the ten fun uh, ten elements of fitness, uh, which was created by the, the owners of uh, Dynamax or creators of Dynamax. Um, anyway, the ten elements are. Um, usually uh, presented like this. We have endurance, stamina, strength, and flexibility. And then we have power, speed, and then we have agility, coordination, accuracy, and balance. The first four are physiological. So that's muscle adaptation, muscles get stronger, and that's where we find usually find intensity. So endurance, stamina, strength, and flexibility. Everything happens in the muscle. And then the last four ones that I had mentioned, they are neurological. So ag agility, uh, coordination, accuracy, and balance. These all happen in the brain. And together, these two blocks of elements create power and speed. So... Um, and you can take a movement, uh, for example, a, a bicep curl. It is not uh, usually not that much endurance. It might be some stamina, but there's uh, uh, there's absolutely strength. Um, might be flexibility, probably not. But there's almost no neurological components in, into a bicep curl. And many things that we see in a fitness studio simply lack the neurological adaptation, which is essential for a, a functional movement. So if you want to be able to, you know, um, 
be strong outside the gym, you want to be able to, you know, have your brain connected to your muscles. And um, uh, sitting in a machine doing leg extensions will not give you that neurological input like doing a heavy squat, for example. Um, and we can look into like other, uh, you know, more sports and, and see like, is a triathlete fit? Um, and uh, we can also map this guy into um, onto this map and is a, a tri triathlete is, uh, is definitely using endurance. He's definitely having some stamina, uh, but it's, he's not really working on his strength. He's not working on his flexibility. He's not working on his power. He's not really working on his speed since it's endurance. Um, it's not very close to his one, his fastest running, fastest biking or anything. And agility, coordination, accuracy and balance, we also have, see a lower level of. So the, uh, somebody who we might consider very fit, a triathlete, is very fit, but in, in a very limited way. Um, so, um, <clears throat> what we uh, tend to see is, um, again, the intensity part of this endurance, stamina, strength, and flexibility being the ones that are mostly abused <laughs> uh, within uh, fitness, within CrossFit, is, uh, within CrossFit, um, because people get addicted to um the endorphins because you're you're laying there you're 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 exhausted and you feel like you really really trained because your muscles are fatiguing and this part of intensity has some way been commoditized um however the agility and coordination accuracy and balance are usually the ones that and don't break that much of sweat, but you need to focus, you need to be, you know, rested, and you can't just keep on pushing it and pushing it. Um, to, you will not get that neurological adaptation just by, you know, being more sloppy. Um, but it's really, um, it really needs your attention and it needs your, um, <clears throat> it needs your, focus and um, this is a very typical part where you can see people being getting um, I say, say this in quotes very fit <clears throat> by just continuing doing uh, the simpler uh, scaled version faster but never wants to go for the higher level of that movement for example, instead of doing pull-ups, some athletes are keeping on doing ring rows forever, just so they can be faster, and the fastest in the class, and so on. And um, this is something that everyone definitely needs to take to themselves and, and look if they are challenging themselves also neurologically when they're doing movements. And that means keeping focus, keeping you know an eye on and balance between the intensity of, of strength, but also the neurological part of it. <clears throat> and this can be scary, because if you need to start to do heavier weight with a more complex movement, like a snatch, <clears throat> it really definitely, definitely requires a lot of uh, attention, uh, coordination, agility, uh, 
but also strength and stamina. So um, try to get to that sweet spot where you're working on both is going to be um, yeah, challenging for most people. Um, and um, yeah, so to f going from that, we uh, I wanted to uh, talk to also uh, has something to do with intensity and uh, also why why we uh, what we what we try to focus on and um, when it comes to CrossFit, we have something we call the a fitness pyramid. Uh, where we put the first things first in this pyramid, <clears throat> which is the base of the pyramid is nutrition. The se second level is metabolic conditioning. Third level is uh, gymnastics. The fourth level is weightlifting. And the fifth is sports. And just to break this down very quickly is that without having your nutrition on point you will not get the absolute best effect on your fitness and we see this all the time you can be training five times a week um but that will not uh guarantee you to get lean and it will not guarantee you to get rid of you know and chronic diseases and so on <clears throat> so what you want to fix first is probably your nutrition and from that we look at the priority is to do metabolic conditioning uh, which is uh, something we do almost every time in, or mostly in CrossFit and then we have the gymnastics uh, which is again more than neurological uh, and challenging movements within uh, crossfit are just usually the usually the gymnastics um however also the hardest ones that takes the longest time to get mastery in um and um the fourth level weightlifting is um yeah almost last on the list because it's it's not the priority of getting you know a high level fitness however it's very very helpful if you have if you get there and uh, however you should probably not you don't need to prioritize that in your training you should be doing it now and then but it should not be your priority to gain a high level fitness and we can see this with weightlifters um, um, outside CrossFit is that they can be pretty unhealthy and still you know lift high weights and then again over time 10 years later they their knees are fucked up their backs are fucked up and they can't move they're overweight because they are in so much pain so it, it was they did a short-term um you know win to um a shortcut in that sense for their fitness to gain high weights and then you know the, they have to pay for that <clears throat> and uh, last on, on the level is uh, sports meaning um, everything we do 
should be you know used um outside but sports is not the way it's not the first priority if you want to you know get fit um they are good they're they're definitely one way to add to your fitness but they will not keep you um fit for life in that sense um however sports can be you know football soccer all this stuff plus maybe um you know dancing uh, recreational stuff uh, outside the gym um and this leads us into um why crossfit workouts look like it do they do and i mean this is different from every box too but <clears throat> the general prescription is that we try to work in uh, couplets and triplets mostly uh this is because of the the high um higher adaptation and the chronicle adaptation for the muscles and for the brain um if you start to add more and more movements you're simply going to have less adaptation it's going to take you a longer time to get better at those movements <clears throat> but working in those doublets uh, couplets and, and triplets um will hope uh, will make you gain a lot of strength uh, yeah in all these domains um that i spoke spoke about before and um usually we try to work in shorter time durations um and um that is because of the metabolic pathways that we use um the metabolic pathways um they work all together but basically we look at three different pathways we have the phosphogenic pathway we have the glycogenic pathway we have the oxidative pathway they all work together however the phosphogen is used in those really really one rep max attempts and uh, it's depletion uh, complete depletion when you use it and it takes time to re uh, rebuild that again so usually we say okay you can do that once and then it can take you you know uh, several minutes or you know several days to to regain that capacity and then we have um the glycogenic which is the glucose in the in the in the muscles and there we're usually uh looking at a time frame from one to three minutes and then it, it will start to plateau definitely after one and a half minutes but uh we can still move quite high loads and our large loads um compared to one rep max and then um in our last stage the oxidative or aerobic stage is uh where we can move for you know days no but many many hours uh like marathon runners and whatever you can train this and just you know you're you're not close to your one rep max but you can keep on doing this for you know hours and hours um in the oxidative stage uh, uh, oxidative stage so you you um we try to tend to be in this the first two ones um but also combine it with the oxidative uh, um, stage of course because we we see that working in, in the 
in in the first ones the phosphogenic and the glycogenic is that we we gain a lot of capacity also in the oxidative uh, stage so it, it feeds that um, metabolic pathway too however most things in real life are usually not in the time domain of you know four to eight hours but it's usually you need to lift something off the ground once or ten times but not ten thousand times so it makes more sense to just get better at lifting something ten times than hundred thousand times in a row um so that's also one reason why we tend to keep those as intense as possible and short um because that's more more how life usually looks like um and um we try to do this uh five to six times a week if you can that doesn't mean you have to be doing uh crossfit going to a crossfit gym doing that five to six times a week but it can be that you are training in a gym a couple of days a week three times a week four times a week but then you're also adding maybe two days of doing something else um that you're adding to this because again we're not talking about you're spending three hours at the gym but it's about spending maximum one hour and i mean you can even do a lot of stuff in just a 30 minute session so we are doing a, uh, a lot of like one-on-one sessions in our box here where we're training people for 30 minutes and they see also uh adaptation we see how they're improving the neurological adaptation the muscular adaptation so you can get out get a lot of work done in 30 minutes too is it optimal um for some people it is but for some people you might want to you know extend that period it depends on <clears throat> what your capacity is how strong you are how old you are and how often you can do it so um yeah i hope this this small monologue helps you to you know understand uh crossfit a bit more and uh, glad to hear your input so yeah link us up write us and um, we will get back to you with any questions or uh, answers to your questions um, yeah look forward to them take care bye